0: You're Eric. Yeah, <laughs> you're Eric. And welcome to. Okay,
1: okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes.
2: Hey guys, this is Eric Connor, and I am here with the Reform Way. I am joined by Mr. Coach Extraordinaire, Peter Pole. All right. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> oh, right. Hey, I don't know who I'm talking to anymore. You. Yeah, yeah they, how the tides have off. turned. Uh, let's let's do that. Got that clapping machine going. Yeah, right. yeah right. <laughs> Coach Extraordinaire, Mr. Corey Smith. I'm here. Uh, not as
1: good as Peter. Clearly, <laughs> clearly not. Clearly not.
2: Um, and with the tides changing, um, not even right next to us anymore. Um, well, across. Um, I guess, state border lines up, up the map, up, I guess, like, 12 okay, I hours away, 12 hours away. Yeah. Mr. Peter Pohl. Peter Pohl. How are you doing today? Great, great. Happy to see you. Uh, happy yeah. to talk to you. Um, what we wanted to do so everybody can kind of uh, be aware, we're really doing a podcast on like, where's Peter at? And what's Peter up to? I guess you could say, um, you know, people have always been asking. A lot of people thought he was dead um we told him no uh, we don't think he is uh but uh no peter's kind of doing his other thing where he's at and everything so catching up on you know what he's doing there how that's been uh fill us in on the gym that he's at he's been a, a different perspective at all different gyms so let's just kind of pete let's let's kick it off how you doing how are things where you at what's up
0: well first of all you guys must be starving for content if you're asking me these questions <laughs> i thought about that this morning i go wow okay I go, so everybody <laughs> listening to this thing i'm sorry that cap don't have a more um informative guest but this is what you get <laughs> we've <laughs> this been a, trying man you know <laughs> this, Slim is low, this is the low part of the season yeah right yeah. right <laughs> uh i'm up here in the rogue valley which is a combination of ashland jacksonville and medford it's the most southern western part of oregon about 45 minutes north of the california border it's a lot like california topography wise and then Jacksonville is what you would call a classic Oregon view. It's trees, forest, a lot of BLM uh, Bureau of Land Management stuff up here. Uh extremely pretty. Uh it's it's a slower pace. It's uh which is kind of cool, um, but there's still plenty of stuff to do. Uh the food's not as good. No, like, well, well wait a minute. Let me tacos. back that up. To Eric's position, the food is just the same. It's Applegates and Sizzler. So <laughs> Eric's okay. <laughs> but to us more sophisticated palates who prefer something occasionally different, it's uh, a little bit um thin on that stuff. So that's what are that's you missing right
1: now? What kind of food are you missing?
0: I'm just missing the eclectic foods. I'm missing like where we can go out and have, you know, uh, everything from a pastrami sandwich from the beer joint that's out of this world to a incredibly good salad, even at the stand. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the Hody toity places. They have a lot more of those kind of choices down south. Up here, it's it's a really big pizza area and beer and wine. It's really. They got tons of vineyards up here, tons of beer, and tons of pizza choices. Now, I will tell you this. I went to a pizza joint a couple of nights ago. I bought it on the way mm-hmm. home from the gym. And I looked it up online, and it was called Kaleidoscope Pizza. So I called them on the phone. And I got like two mediums. We have some friends coming over, blah, blah, blah. And two medium pizzas. I'm talking to the guy on the phone. I go, yeah. He goes, that's $72. I go, Jesus. I'm Holy sorry. God. I go, so I hung up the phone. Then I'm driving. Yeah. And I go, I must have made a mistake. I call him back. I go, $72? I go, are these like to feed a crowd? They go, yeah. no, no. They feed four to five. I go, cancel one. <laughs> I go, I'm yeah. not spending 70 bucks on two medium pizzas. So. Where they good? But they've got a thousand different kinds. Pizza's really popular up here. And they have a lot of actually healthy choice kinds. So it's not that bad, but it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. It's different. 15 degrees cooler at home, or back where you, where you guys call home. So when it's, today i will be a warm day, but today's like 72. I don't know what is there. But in, as you go towards the fall months, it's about a 15 degree swing. So when it's 70 there, it's probably 55 here. Okay. Uh, it rains about the same, 22 inches a year. Four inches of snow, so it's it's that perspective. It's all pretty much the same. And you got all the more, stats and the it's data. Like Orange, <laughs> it's like Orange County when I was a kid. In other words, lots okay. of farmland that you can see. This is just set up for. Mm. I hate to say the Great Migration, not necessarily from California, and mm. not people trying to flee the state for politics, but just there's so much land up here that I can just see, and there's there's lots of opportunity. So we'll see. It's sure. nice. So you,
2: real quick, you were talking about, um, so you guys, are you guys still up there potentially temporarily or are you, do you think this might be a long-term stomping ground? Because you guys are not, you didn't buy a home there yet, correct?
0: No, we're in a rental right now, furnished rental in Jacksonville. Um, if we stay up here, Eric, and it's still a little early, um, I'm really going to be thinking about building my own house, uh, a sustainable home. I want to build a uh, what's called a modern farm is the style, single story, and it's called ADA compliant. So it's that's American Disabilities Act. So there's no thresholds on the door. The door's a little bit wider. Not that I need any of that stuff, but it, they should make homes like that now anyway. So if someone comes with a broken leg, they can get into the shower, all that kind of weird nuances that, that people thought was just for aging. It's really not. It's for anybody that has an active lifestyle that might get hurt. And... So, so, solar, all the things I like anyway, and so I would probably build a single story, with a with a, what's called an AD, ADU in the back end, which is a rental, yeah. and then for friends and family that would come, I'd rent it to them. No, I wouldn't rent it to them, but they want to come up. They that'd be a place for them to stay, and then a two a two master bedroom, sixteen seven hundred square foot home. Nothing gigantic. You but said that, farm.
1: You're gonna have chickens and cows and everything that you're gonna take care of.
0: Well, I will tell you this, um, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's uh, a 10 acre lot there you go. down the street here. And I said, Marcia, would you like to be a farmer? And she goes, what? Mm-hmm. I said, no, I go up here there. I go, let's become, a, let's make a solar farm. And she goes, you, what? Yeah. I go, that yeah. land there's a lot of guys going broke up here that were hemp farmers because they thought that was the greatest thing since sliced bread, but they're all going out of business. I said, let's take one of those pieces of land on stress sale and turn it into a solar farm and we'll sell the electricity back to the major hospitals up there. Now, the problem with that is that's a three-year process because I've been in that business. But I think that'd be pretty cool to do. I I told my brother, I'm going to become a farmer. I go, electricity farmer. And uh, (laughs) so that was kind of my out-of-the-box thinking. So between that and the podcast you guys had me listen to last night, I go to bed my head spinning. So,
2: <laughs> right, nice. seriously. So you, uh, so in other words, it's it, it it might be a stomping ground, might be a long term stomping ground. Kind of fi- figuring yeah, all those kind of things out for
0: you, right? Um, I tell, you, there's a lot of family up here, which makes it nice. So there's a lot of tribe. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I miss the groups down there because that was the better part of my entire life. Um, and I didn't leave Southern California because of politics or traffic. I just love to do something different. I think Southern California is one of the best places in the world, especially Orange County, the best place in the world to live. It just is. Gets expensive. I know there's a lot of cars, but overall, the weather and the things you just walk out your door, you can climb Saddleback. I saw you guys went to Ucento last week or you would climb the mountains with friends there. You can do that kind of stuff. You're two hours away from the beach or less or an hour away. It's It's just Southern California is a fantastic location. Just it was the point that I go. We want a new adventure. That's all. That yeah. it. And it Oregon's not as quite as crazy weather, the southern part as let's say Boise gets a little colder, mm-hmm. um, substantially colder. And then if you had migrate to the Michigan areas, like where Mike is, uh, Corey's pop, that gets substantially colder even still. Mm-hmm. So this is going to have cold weather, but it's it's a season of cold weather. It's not. It's a you know regular fall. I mean winter, and then it. Like today, it's 75 degrees outside. It's, it's beautiful. So, oh, Cool.
1: So you're talking about kind of adventuring out and get to do things around here. Have you got to do anything out there that is new or different or things that you haven't really got to do in Southern California?
0: No, it's really, you know, in that respect, Corey, it's basically we've been at, we've hit, there's a ton of wineries up here. This is going to be like <laughs> that because the weather pattern is changing. We can debate why that's happening, but the weather is slightly changing. So the winery business up here is just blossoming. I mean, there's and so what you end up doing is going through the forest, and all of a sudden, the middle of this forest, there's a winery, and the weather's just starting to change. Uh, I have family members that are really into fly fishing, and I've done fly fishing, but I haven't really done it for a while, so I'm going to start fly fishing and then uh, jump on my electric mountain bike up here and start exploring the trails more because it's forest. It's like going up and it's like all forest trails, and uh, I'll start doing a little bit more of that. But as far as things that are out of the box, different. Not yet. Not yet. We've only been here a month. And so basically, we're just trying to settle in. I'm trying to get Marcy used to the routine of, you know, you walk down the street, turn left, Marcy. That's back to where we live. <laughs> not right. <laughs> um, Jacksonville is a town without a streetlight. Think nice. about it. Yeah. Not a streetlight. Um, uh, and it's pretty, it's a really interesting town. They have a big, what's called Brit Festival up here that starts in June, which has, I'd say... Seventy five to eighty acts. They're called I would call them like everything Jim Gaffigan, uh comedian guy, to uh Jason Morance, that kind of that kind of Bonnie Rate, that level of performer. And they have two or three nights they play, and it's a huge thing up here throughout the summer. So What's we'll do some of that stuff, and that'll be kind of fun. And it's a it's a combination of an outdoor and our or seating, you know, how you want to do it. And so family, family family friendly. So it's good. You gotta sneak the liquor in, which I'll do.
1: So <laughs> there's yeah. enough wine everywhere you'll you'll be able to bring any of that. You know, <laughs> I'm
0: not a big wine drinker, Corey. Um I find myself my fallback is either drinking water, a Diet Coke, or a beer. I just I i mean, I like wine, but I just don't I mean, people up here love it and they go, Oh you know, I go, Yeah, I can taste the berries or whatever. Like going to me it's <laughs> it's it's great. There it's a big Pinot Noir area. So it's that kind of wine. It's a lot of that and a lot of um more of the red grape wine stuff. So it's it's really People that like wine love it. I like it. I like the socialization of it. I like going because every winery has an artisan kitchen in it, some of the better food. So you can try what they do pretty well there. And um, it's great. That stuff is really, really great. But like last Saturday, we were out there at the winery for six hours. I go, oh, my God. Now, that's I that's seriously, cool. I just drank a Diet Coke because I was driving. But that was like six, six, 12 bottles of wine later between the whole group. You know? Wow. I know.
1: So on the opposite yeah. end of that, how's the CrossFit been up there? Yeah, how's the fitness doing? How's the gym?
0: They've got three yeah. gyms up here. The one I chose is called The Den, and that's run by a guy named Austin Stack. Austin has been at it for 10 or 12 years. You probably know him as well or better than I do as his name and might have met him. Austin is a level one coaches trainer, I guess you call it. Eric and Corey, you guys can define that better. So Austin kind of knows what he's doing as far as coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Been to the game. Been a regional athlete a couple of times. He's got a couple of guys. He's got someone going to the game. Might go to the games. He's number ten in the fifty-five oh, yeah. bracket this year. Oh, cool, cool. And uh, the gym. You pass itself, on all
1: your wisdom and all your knowledge of the games to this guy. Well, you know,
0: I tell you what, I'm still that know-it-all. You know, I walk into the gym <laughs> I believe and it. Like, oh, I can watch someone there. I go, really. I go, but um. Let me give you the layout. First of all, the layout compared to, and Eric would probably like this, It's you've got about another 400 500 square feet in it. Okay, nice. So a, a classic, what they do is they do their reboot, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, or what they call their reboot. They do it at 430 while they're doing a 430 watt. There's oh, enough cool. space. And there's a kid's room on, on the back end. That's nice. So they have they have a reboot instructor Doing the reboot class, and then they've got another instructor, so I look at it there's probably comfortably thirty to thirty five people in the gym at that moment without bumping into each other, and then they've got a changing area so it's it's a pretty good size, obviously cheaper square footage up here yeah um yeah. their 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 fees run about one hundred and fifty bucks a month again it's a little bit less cost of living, so it's yeah, not it's quite you, you can understand it's comparable right it's right, comparable right, right. um the community is like most CrossFit gyms. You've got your, you know, your strong jerk-offs in the offs. you got your really strong younger people um, in one side of the gym that are a little, really, really called super clicky. And mm-hmm. then you've got your majority of, you know, what I call middle-class worker outers like myself. And you got a good, healthy. They don't do an on-ramp. They drop really? them into yeah. class and they do lots of extra coaching during the class. Right. So, they'll spend uh, in a class, they'll spend probably with the, with the heavy duty guys 10, 10% of the time. They'll say, okay, you're snatched, you got to work on this. Uh, the middle class guys, maybe let's say 30% of the time. And then they spend that other 60% with call the newbies. So, they scale them very well. You know, it's a lot of times just a pipe when we're doing a snatch work. That goes, no. The box jump may be just a very – they do the things right, but they mm-hmm. just dump them in the class, which I thought was interesting. They give mm-hmm. them a free first week from a marketing position, and then they hope – that's how you, people get hooked into it because they just love it. So yeah, that's their that's it. their marketing theory. Okay. Um, their workouts are kind of similar to your guys' plan. I haven't dug deep enough to ask them what's the long-term. I mean, you guys put a lot – Corey puts a lot of thought into um, what you guys do. I find that some workouts are very similar. Some are not as hard. Um, but maybe that's just because I scale more. Um, so from the workout point of view, it's, you know, yes, like I was mentioning to you guys, yesterday's workout was a different kind of workout. What you've done, it was a uh, thousand meter row. Then you jumped into 50 toes to bar or whatever you can do to get there. 200 double unders. 50 more toaster bar oh, and then a 30 cal bike.
2: Okay. That was
0: part one. That was about a, they say 15 minutes. That took me about 20. Yeah. I because, yeah, it's a lot. am I missing a part there? No. Toaster bar? Well, my toaster bar, he said, I want you to toast a bar until yeah. you can't. I go, why don't I do it the other way around? Why don't I loosen <laughs> up? Either way, I have the same problem I have always. Oh, just, just start where I don't <laughs> Why don't I not I listen the, to you? Yeah, <laughs> so I told the guy, go, listen, dudes, I know, I get, I get what you're trying to do here. I go, okay, I'll do five toes to bar, but you know, hundred toes to bar as fast huh. as you can is a freaking lot of toes to bar.
2: Dude, hundred, hundred V-ups or sit-ups is it? A- <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. That is a lot. And then of the second support. part of the
0: workout, and this is something they do a little bit, they do it. They did a, a 20, what's called a three set, three rounds, a 21, which was, uh, a, a combination of curls. So you do a, a half curl, a three-quarter curl, then a full curl. Seven, seven, seven. That's twenty. Miles. Those are old
1: school. Yeah.
0: <laughs> then they take the second part is they take um, a be, you take a barbell as heavy as you can, and you do twelve or ten per side of a of a lat pull. You know, a, a whatever a lat pull, um, back Bend pull, row. back back row. Thank you. And then you did fifteen to twenty lateral. Uh, shoulder raises, like just like a you just come up with your shoulders, which not forward. That was that destroyed me. I turned out I had a fifteen pound, ten pound, eight pound. First <laughs> round was a six pound because it, my shoulders were just so toasted from the toasted bar.
1: Yeah, I bet. And then it
0: was a a a, a, a banded um trite um extension, right? Thank you. Three rounds of that, and I was exhausted when I was done. That was not for time, but I was just absolutely exhausted. Yeah. So, yeah, and because I'm sure anything after great,
1: that workout would be exhausting. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So that's the kind of which is not much different than what you guys what we've done down there. That's just their flavor, and they they do a little bit more curly stuff, which I thought is funny. But it's they there's a reason they do it. I don't know. Then they change their schedules a little bit because it gets warm up here in the summer. I mean, it gets oh, really? maybe five to ten degrees. Warm. I mean, you'll you'll have a lot of ninety plus days, and in Oregon, these people aren't used to it. Mm-hmm. So I'll open up an extra 9 o'clock class in the morning to try to to offer people a place to come in the morning. And okay. so what else they yeah. do? On, I, I think I mentioned you before, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, they do, a, instead of the 5.30 class, they do a power hour with a Metcom at the end. Okay. And so, like, if you wanted to work on your snatch, you can come in on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And they really, it's very disciplined how they do it. They don't just, like you guys, they don't let you just go... We're going to work on the snatch. They they have a specific methodology to it. Mm-hmm. You're toasted when you're done, and then you have to do a three round metcom of something. So and cool. so it's that kind of stuff. All that stuff being said, the gym is fine. It's taking me a while to get you know. It's taken me a while. I've gotten to meet a lot of nice guys, but I flex between a twelve o'clock and a four thirty and five thirty. And what kind of makes CrossFit work for new members? Is they fall into a niche of a time, they get to know the members of that time. Well, I'm flexing back and forth, so my um, assimilation mm-hmm. to the to the Borg is taking a little bit longer um, because it just that's just what it is. But you know, at the end of the day, I'm not, I told Mars the same. I know what I'm fucking doing. Excuse my French. So mm-hmm. when I go in there, I go. I when someone does something really stupid and wrong. The coach is not there. I go, you may want to talk to the coach about that. I'll say that. I'll still say that. I go, you know, you're going to hurt yourself. I go, you may want to. I don't say that. I'm saying to myself, I go, yeah. I go, hey, Austin, this guy may need your help over there. Yeah. Because he's balancing this time. And I go, that, but I'll still, I'm still that guy. And then then you guys know, you're not the coach. Get out of here. He hasn't, he's been too polite to tell me that yet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah, He doesn't
1: know you well enough. He hasn't got the Peter, shut up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think they're going
0: to transition up there. What's um, I think Austin would benefit or would benefit Eric from you and your group, mm-hmm. um, yep. but more, you know, he's more—you know—he's been at it for ten years, and I can just feel a burnout.
2: Yeah, I mean, it like, can be exhausting, and it sounds like—it um, sounds
0: like he coaches a lot. Is that right? Yeah, think? he coaches a lot, but I don't see him a lot because I bounce. He coaches days, then like you, the, and he coaches, I think, the five thirty power. Okay. I mean, okay. I but he's there a lot, you know, and he's got yeah. young kids like you, and it's—it's it's yeah. a hard business it's it a is, hard especially
2: day. with with minimal margins and if it's if it's right. if it's not pushing the needle of how can i keep us moving in the right direction and grow us or whatever it is right then it it can feel stagnant or mundane even if you're doing right.
0: a great job at what you're doing right you know he can um, use that's i mean that your mentoring group and yeah. i'm not sure he's going i'm not sure he's going to continue down this path i have a i can totally think he's he is he is moving on to something else in his life Crossfit's changed, and they had another change last week, as we all saw, uh, in the technical side. And which one? So is that?
2: I saw some things. They
0: lost I'm their sure. they lost their their technical manager. He's been there for seven months. The the mm. for lack of a better term, their their guy who, who does all their which is behind the scenes. But he was like the VP right. of, of and he was just a he was sort of a new hire that and he just left. And then the CEO. Yeah,
2: yeah. he's Rosa is now behind the scenes of the board of directors, but there's no real right. CEO at the forefront right now. So. There's there's some confusion there.
0: Well, yeah, and that what people need to understand is that Rosa is a uh, as a human being, if you look at his career he's not the guy who's going to do all the block and tackling every day. I mean, he's not built that way. He's not been successful. So CrossFit's going through some major flips and what they're doing and how they're going to do it. I I think CrossFit is trying to figure out out its new way. Frankly, yeah. Are you saying that go ahead, sorry, go ahead. No, that's and I think they're starting to lose some of their old, you know, knuckle draggers. And I don't mean that in a bad way. They're losing that group because that group has been move, been either pushed out, moved out, or, done something, or gone a different direction, whether they're working for Rogue directly or they're just working on something else. And so from that perspective, CrossFit's trying to figure out how, what's the new new you know, so. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's right. It's it, definitely, and that's where the curiosity is too, for like, for someone like him, you know, a lot of gyms have deaffiliated, but they're still running gyms because they know what they do and they love it and they have their own kind of ways that they've found best for that, you know, that, I don't know, if that might be a thing for him or if maybe it's just he's kind of done with the industry in general, you know. I think, so,
0: I think, Eric, he's pushing his early to mid-40s and I suspect he's ready for new, to try a new challenge. Yeah. Maybe. I suspect. So, Could be. and he got passed over in some kind of opportunity within, they had 200 applicants and it wasn't like they didn't take, I don't know all the details, but I know that dented him inside.
2: No. So, um, anyway, but back, anyway the gym of...
0: itself is called the den. Yeah. It's a great gym. They love walk-ins or drop-ins. You guys are up in the area. Well, I'll be very yeah. happy to goof We're off with you.
2: Stay at your ADU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Exactly. A minimal fee, Eric, but you know, for yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. good guys. So, i'm ready
1: for the e-bike to the winery that sounds a lot more fun oh <laughs> yeah right? I tell you, you know, it's uh
0: it's it's really wild up here there's a lot of there's a lot of outdoor enthusiasts and so if you like the outdoor lives especially if you like hiking like you do Corey, mm-hmm. it's this place is just tailor made for that kind of stuff it's just for anybody you know i was at my my nephew's house he lives up on a street called sterling it's five minutes away but you're in the forest when you get to his house um so he bought the house a few years back, and he's been—he's young, super ADD. So he's clearing the land of the logs and putting in da 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 But you're sitting in his back porch, and having a beer, and all of a sudden you see twenty wild turkeys walk through the property. Hmm. Three nights later, he—he's got. Bacon wrapped wild turkey in the barbecue. Room. <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah. Nice. that's the cool thing. It's a gun. It's a, you know, you know, not for everybody because I'm sure my other part of my family, but but it's very much of a. Uh, a you, a, I would say the the flavor of the people, except maybe in the dead cities, is conservative, gun toting, God loving, not Trump lovers necessarily, but just conservative people that like their guns, like to hunt, like to. Just kind of like that lifestyle. So, if you know, and then the other part is the Jacksonville area gets a little bit more uh, the people. Are, you know, we're at the concert and da 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 We're drinking wine, but so you got the you got a mix, a pretty good mix of two different kinds of people. Cool, man. So, uh,
2: well, it sounds like it sounds like it's been a you know a cool ride so far for you. Yeah, like you're settling in really well. Like you like the place. Like, um. You know, I mean, I, I know it's it's good to hear people ask questions about you, and then sometimes we're like, oh, I don't know, I haven't got to talk to Peter in a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I think this was this is a big thing that that was good for us to like catch up with, and obviously, like, yeah, you know, people- at
0: the end of the day, it's it's a health journey. I mean, mm-hmm. and a fitness journey, and now it's a tribe journey, and I think the idea is to figure out how you build new tribes. And That's CrossFit's true. always been a great, great kind of like people in a church. It's mm-hmm. kind of a great yeah. place to meet like thinkers. Uh, at least their physical journey it doesn't have to be in their politics. Light thinkers, and, and it's it's really fun. And I still enjoy working out with the the sluggos that are just starting out. And, and I just you know I it really I kind of think, go thanks for talking. I actually, I actually talk to the new people because I'm a new person, yeah. and I don't know I, from that aspect. I would still tell all the people that are at, at Reform guys is make sure that you super welcome work out with. And I got clicky a little bit of my own, you know, the, the, the golden girls, but at the end of the day, stay, <laughs> stay in touch and really be embracing to the people that are walking to the gym. Cause they're kind of trying to get their weight feel the way. So, yeah, that's yeah, a real that's, good stickiness.
2: That's the way to do it right on. Um, well, I think that's probably a good place to, to wrap that up. Um, well, thanks Pete. We're going to be getting Pete on for a lot more uh, stuff. He doesn't know it yet, but we're going to get him on a lot more just because he's got nothing else to do. Um, so <laughs> thanks pete uh, thanks for the updates like we're stoked for you we're stoked you're having a good time um we're still your home but we're happy yeah. you're alive and surviving yeah so far <laughs> thanks pete.
1: Yeah. thanks again for listening to the reform way you can find us on our social media channels our instagram is at crossfit reform our facebook is crossfit reform And you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major apps, and Buzzsprout.